Welcome to the podcast. Today we are talking about things that make you fall in love. Who's in love here? Oh, I guess that's me. about everyone. Um, edit, so editing cricket sounds. <laughs> editing cricket sounds. Um, today we're talking about a New York Times article that actually came out quite a while ago, and the title is "The Thirty Six Questions That Lead to Love," and it comes from this essay from this sex psychologist, and she's devised this set of thirty six. 30 sex. sex. <laughs> I'm keeping that. Sex questions. 30 sex of them. I'm confused. 34, 35, 36. Do you have to have sex 30 times to answer these questions? Well, you, that would mean you're out. <laughs> yeah, that's more times than you've ever had sex, right? So this would be a, a duology today, unfortunately, because Thomas is out of the running. <laughs> Fuck it, I might leave, actually. <laughs> I mean, so these questions are designed to make... If you put two people in a room and they ask these questions and honest them... Uh, honest them. If you put two people in a room and you ask and them honor, to... honor them answerly. And, and you ask them to answer them honestly with each honor other. Honor them answerly. Theoretically, at the end of that exercise, they will be in some kind of love, whatever that means. Okay. So it'd be interesting to see what happens <laughs> as a consequence of us doing this, all three of us together. Mel and I have actually done this before when we first started going out, but... I she... have no recollection of this. Yeah, it breaks <laughs> I may heart. have been hypnotised. I, uh, I might have Stockholm Syndrome right now. You'd never know. I don't recall saying snakes. I... <laughs> <laughs> Shall we just get, get straight into it? <laughs> Number one. Given the choice of anyone in the world, whom would you want as a guinea... As a... Uh, fuck me. As a guinea pig. Uh, Donald Trump. Who would you want as a dinner guest? Dinner guest. Mm, anyone in the world. I'm going to say alive or dead. Well, that's not going to be good company if they're dead, is it? <laughs> I'd actually prefer the dead option. Because <laughs> then I can have two desserts to myself. <laughs> the people that I generally idolise are like really great thinkers. So I think I'd like to have dinner with someone like Sam Harris, who's... Interlude. Who is Sam Harris? He's, um, he's, a, he's, a, he's a podcaster. He's a modern day, he's a neuroscientist and a modern day philosopher and I listen to his podcast a lot. That's very interesting. I should yeah. brush up on my knowledge, given my participation you general, in this endeavor. Your general knowledge, yeah, you should brush up on everything because... First of all, how dare you? <laughs> Thomas is having a hard time, he's twisting his face. Uh, this is one of those questions that is commonly asked mm, and I've is. never had an answer for it. I have a feeling that if this was a first date, right, they're kind of warming you up and getting you to just say something like, ah, something sort of superfluous mm. and not really important i have what would be my honest answer i don't know how well it would go down in a first date setting but mine would be i wouldn't like to have dinner with anyone because i don't believe you should put all of your hopes and dreams into a human being because they're all awful i would rather have dinner on my own in silence this is unfair she stole half my answer that's <laughs> that's my girlfriend ladies and gentlemen my, my answer was actually about oh yeah to i be, mean what i have dinner by myself what i meant to say is i'll, I'll have dinner with my, my really, boyfriend there's no one of interest to you at all in the world that you'd that I be think like, people... I think I'd like to have a chat to that person. No. Not a single person? More to the point, there's no single person... Would you like to chat to Wes Anderson? No, he's fucking weird. <laughs> there's no one person that I would like to talk to any more than I would like to talk to any other person. And as anyone who works in retail, much as I do, will tell you, talking to any person is strenuous, painful, awful and uncomfortable. You've never heard someone speak and go, fuck, I would love to have a chat with that guy. I don't like to chat. Famously. Stephen Fry would be pretty cool to have dinner with. Yes, that was that's a really good one. Mm. I love Stephen Fry. Yeah. Oh, this is funny. We've talked about this very recently. Would you like to be famous? And if you had to be famous, in what way? I would not like to be famous. Mm. But if I did have to be famous, I would prefer it to be because I created something. Such as? Like a, a company, a website. Mm, so. an Elon Musk a, type a, of fame. A technology, yeah. even. Probably more so than a technology. I would like to be famous uh, as a martyr. You would like to be famous? Yes. And as a master of what? Anything. I'd like to die for a cause and have people like, like shrines. Light shrines, you know, in my honour. 
Remember, we both read Hank Green's book, and it's about all the difficulties that come along with fame. But I'd be dead. Oh, okay. You want to? Okay, you want to? You want to be a saint, basically. You want to? That's correct. Be famous after you die. Yes, but I'd, I'd like to be the saint. Are you going to answer any of these questions sincerely? I'd like to say that I am answering these sincerely. Okay. Um, I don't know if I really want to be famous, but I was explaining this to Thomas, and I think I've explained this to you, Mel, which is all the things that I'm interested in doing are creative things, like making music and, and making this podcast. And I would very much like for these things to be successful. It just so happens that if these things are successful, that comes along with fame, just by virtue of the fact that when you do creative things successfully, it comes along with fame, right? Yeah. I... I, I genuinely have no desire to be famous i don't want to be recognized in the street or any of that sort of thing like i, I it is not a lust of mine but i would like this podcast to be fa- to not be famous to be successful they're different things to me but they they correlate so strongly that i'm never going to separate them right yeah. <clears throat> that's very interesting you don't it doesn't appear that you actually think that <laughs> <laughs> sorry i just realized i'd like to be infamous not famous <laughs> you the whole time like you were thinking that I was like, I'd like to die as having done something really fucking crazy And everyone's like, yeah, well, you know In, in 2000, let's say 2019 Why not? Live with hope uh, In 2019 Someone did something batshit fucking crazy And now that bitch is dead And everyone's like, whoa, that's mental You could never do that And that's... Oh, you want to be a historical figure Yeah you want to be like I want Aristotle people to study me in school. You know, like when children first study philosophy and they realize the name Francis Bacon and they're like, <laughs> Francis Bacon, Bacon. You never did that? I don't know. I did philosophy as a kid. That's the thing. Anyway, I, don't know I want to be that's... like a weird fact in a history book, like a strange fact. Did you know? I want that to be <laughs> my legacy. Be like, oh, Melanie Knicky had the longest fingernails in the world. She yeah. held that record for 160 years. <laughs> yeah, or like the guy... Um, <laughs> The guy who died because uh, he made his donkey laugh too hard and it killed him. Like, just something like that. I don't know this story. Is that a real story? He got his donkey drunk on uh, fermented plums. It's a whole thing. How did it kill him? It just I think it him. just fell on him because it was too drunk oh, to stand God. up. <laughs> anyway, that's the kind of... The it, school's out where you come from told very different content. Yeah, it's, it's worth there. noting I might that be mixing two stories together, country, yeah. So, you know, they didn't have that many things to Most talk about. Most of our stories were about donkeys. <laughs> from a hick town. <clears throat> Thomas, um, you'd like to be Elon Musk. If I had Steve to be... Steve Jobs, mm, Bill Gates. Maybe not to that extent, but that sort of famous, yes. Mm. Although I have, uh, since Mel's mentioned it, I have thought in the past it would be kind of cool to be a historical figure. That's... Okay. It's the height of narcissism. But God, it would be satisfying to die and then laugh at little children having to study over your works in a textbook. <laughs> Like, suck shit, bitch. I'm reading a book at the moment that's a collection of, um, like, summaries of famous philosophical texts, like Descartes, Foucault, Kant, that sort of thing. You want to be in one of those books. Yeah, but not as having done something intellectual. Like, you want to have made a cow fart so hard that it killed you. Yeah, or be, like, the first person to die by inhaling air too fast. Something ridiculous (laughs) like that. See, that's where you and I differ, because I would prefer to be, if I had to be a historical figure, I would prefer to be because I did something intellectual. Or just something great. Intellectual. Yeah, Intellectual. but think about how much school sucks. Don't you want to be someone kids can have a bit of a laugh at in the middle of, like, a three-hour lecture? Yeah, okay. I, I want to be the wanna, comic relief wanna, of history. You want to be a... a three-hour lecture? An embarrassment you never did those? in history? Fuck yeah, I do. Fair enough. Such as in life. Before making a telephone call, do you ever rehearse what you're going to say? Why? I used to. Hmm. I definitely did. Hmm. Uh... Oh, I always used to be not so much scared, but timid at making a phone call just because I had to talk to someone else. Yeah. Uh, but nowadays, I tend to just call and... How often would you say that you are the one to make the phone call? Hardly ever. Mm. Uh, but uh, as you know, I, I prefer to be more text community. Yeah, which I'm completely the opposite. What about you, Mel? Do you ever premeditate phone calls? I constantly do. Sometimes I write it down. That's fair enough. I did that when I was doing my internship. The same um, one that you did. But then normally I get too nervous when I'm on the phone to be able to actually read what I've written because I'm <laughs> shaking too badly. No. Um, but that's only if I make a phone call to like a company or someone who I think has authority over, over me. But if I answer the phone at work, I just take it on the fly. So there's something different about being the person who is being called than being the callee, mm. in my opinion. I, I think I, I'm the same as you, Thomas. I used to premeditate my phone calls. Mm. 
but now I've kind of just gotten used to talking to people because I do it all the time as that, an adult. I think the biggest influence in my change is simply be, is because I've become a more social person mm. from what I used to be when I was younger. I also, we differ very much in the fact that I much prefer phone calls to text messages because text messages can be misread but, on a much higher frequency than phone calls. But at least something that I think both of us, you will agree on with me is well, my order of preference first and foremost is in person, mm. actually with the person. And then for me, second is text and then third is calls, which may be a little bit of a weird order, but I'm, I'm guessing that your order is person, calls, then text. Yes. Yeah. I think I put calls down the bottom simply because... I think my least favorite part about calls are the uh, periods of just lullness, where both of you don't have something to say. And it's yeah, kind at of that point, silent. I just go, all right, bye. Like, you can't do that in person. Oh, you Thanks can. It's a... <laughs> I don't recall saying snakes. I, um, you can say that in person. I don't know what that's a reference to. I don't recall saying snakes. Yeah. I met your mother. GMB, the, when they build in the bank, but they have to take down the Arcadian. Yeah, I don't remember. I they, I they, don't recall. They, they, I don't they, recall. They they saying put, snakes. They put snakes in the building to drive the guests out. Ah, uh, okay. I don't recall saying snakes. Right. Okay. No, I don't remember that specific instance. And that's a very very uh. There was a period about a year ago where you uh, said to me, "I'm not sure if these were exact words, but your meaning essentially came across as you think you're a bigger helmet your mother fan than I am." Did somebody say, "Battle to the death"? I, I'd say that definitely isn't true anymore. I think it might have been at one point, but not anymore. To be fair, I have been watching How I Met Your Mother pretty much non-stop for the last three weeks. So. Yeah, when he says non-stop, he means I, he watched the entire season through. He watched three episodes of a different show, and then he started watching How I Met Your Mother from scratch. It's my favourite show, what can I say? Um, what would constitute the perfect day for you? A lot of naps. <laughs> Mine would be the opposite. Mine would be no naps. That's horrendous to me. Is that it? Just no naps? And it's already the perfect day? <laughs> pretty much. If I can manage to go through a day without napping, it's, it's a pretty good day. Jesus. I think with these questions, there's a trouble where, like, especially if you're meeting someone for the first time mm. or you're trying to get to know someone, like, these questions intend is that you romanticise your, you know, what would, act, what would be your ideal day to make it sound more impressive when in actual fact it's like, uh, I'd actually rather just sit on the couch and watch How I Met Your Mother all day. Hmm. That wouldn't be an ideal day, because that's pretty much my everyday. Maybe every day is your ideal day. That's a really blessed way to live. You should think you're very lucky. I hope that my everyday isn't my ideal day, because that kind of means that it doesn't get better than this. You know, this this question reminds me of the other question, the other sort of, like, typical platitude question, which is, what would you do on your last day on Earth? Mm, which correct. I also regard as a pretty uninteresting question. Yeah. Because... I mean, you you don't know. You have no idea. Most likely, you just cry with your best friend and your family and just lament and, and... And more importantly than that, you wouldn't have the resources available to you to do those outlandish things. Uh, take out a credit things. card and go skydiving first thing in the morning. Yeah, correct. So your, your ideal day is standing in line mostly, mm. followed by falling. Yes, and then I'd go and have like a fantastic lunch with all the people that I love. Assumably, Remember the banks time. open at 9am. <laughs> okay, well, I'll go have a fantastic breakfast first. I'm sure the, the brothels are open before 9am. So, you know, I can go... So the first thing I'm going to do is get an STD. First thing I'm going to do is cheat on you. Thank and you. Then, well, you can come if you want. And then I guess it's not cheating. I'm good. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, this this strikes me as a pretty uninteresting question. I, and I, I understand why it's in this list, because it's a really easy sort of... Almost like a litmus test for personality. It's just straight up, what do you value? Mm. Because if the, if your date doesn't say spend some time with my family and friends, then you know that they're maybe a bit of a narcissist or maybe they don't have great relationships. Or an asshole. No, I feel bad that I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I haven't actually given my answer yet. No, you haven't. Wait, this wasn't even a question. Yeah, no, it wasn't even a question. It was what the what's the perfect? Date I'd like for this you? taken from the record, please. I don't recall saying any of that. <laughs> um, when did you last sing to yourself, and what was it? It was today, hmm. uh, earlier today, a few hours ago when I was driving, and it was Billy Joel's We Didn't Start the Fire. It was earlier today on the drive home from work, and it was to that Rex Orange County song. Um, How's it go? Is it? No, I don't know. I'm not going to well, sing okay, I can, on this. I can find out by you singing it to me and I won't include it. 
I don't recall saying Rex Orange County. My, like a trap. my most recent one was that it's called Sexual by Naked. The way you make me I feel I'm sexual. That one. That's right, ladies. He sings. <laughs> yeah, no, that's exactly the point I was trying to get across with that. <laughs> um, if you were able to live to the age of 90 and retain either the mind or the body of a 30-year-old for the last 60 years of your life, which would you want? Obviously, I want my mind. I would say, obviously, the body. It's really hard because if my body goes, then I'm a really smart mind trapped bouncing against the walls of my skull because I can't communicate because I'm like, I've had a stroke or something, you know, like you, you have some kind of hindered ability to communicate, which sounds like the most frustrating thing on the world unless you have the resources of Stephen Hawking. Mm. Or well, uh, you lose your mind and you can do some cool kickflips, but you're not there. Right, yeah. I, I would much rather be, um, like, have the full capacity of my mind and be stuck in an old person's body because that's i mean that's what's going to what's going to happen at the moment is i'm going to be stuck in an old person's body and i'm going to lose my mind at least i'm well, i mean assumably i don't i don't know but at least if i get to keep my mind then you know i that's one of the things that i think all three of us value most about ourselves is our mind but don't you find it scary the idea that you will have your mind but you won't have any way to um put out uh, you're, like, you'll have no, um... So no, means of communication. Yeah, correct. No way to get your thoughts out there or to communicate or to um, participate, I suppose, in well, the world. Or, potentially, yeah. you also don't have the resources, the ability, or the means to communicate with people that you need more input because there's only so many times you can go around your own head thinking things before you start going crazy, you're going to lose your mind anyway. Well, it says you live to the age of 90, and there are plenty of 90-year-olds who are able to articulate themselves. We do smoke a lot, though. Yes, but in this hypothetical, I get to live to the age of 90, so I can smoke as much the fuck as I want. I mean, I might have to have one of those holes in my throat. Oh. You know, that's on the front of cigarette packages. I think I would prefer neither. You, what, prefer to be a complete vegetable? No, I prefer to die young. Oh, Okay. <clears throat> Thomas? Well, I clearly answered this very differently to you. Uh, you're right, the three of us probably uh, value our minds above most else, but you may have noticed I answered body. Mm. Because, it, well, in my mind now, when I'm 90, my 90-year-old my, my mind isn't going to be... Well, you're not going to have any kind of, like, deterioration of your brain is what you're trying to get at. Yeah. Evidently, right. I already have a deterioration of my brain, <laughs> given that I wasn't able to conjure those words. Any further t deterioration? Basically, my answer was on the premise that I would be have a 30-year-old body, so I'd still appear to be a young person, but I would have the wisdom right. okay. of a 90-year-old. Sure, but for the purposes of this thought experiment, let's say that either your mind or your body deteriorates. So one of them is going to deteriorate. If one of them is definitely going to deteriorate, then I would go mind. You'd want to keep your mind. I would want to keep my mind and my sanity. All right, Mel needs to go to the bathroom. I had really cleverly mimed that. I'm angry you ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't cleverly mind it, mime it, by the way. All she did was make a timeout sign with her hands, and then she mimed the words with her mouth, I need to go to the bathroom. I don't know why you're explaining this. We can't keep it in the podcast anyway because of the sounds of her chair and the door. Oh, I'm going to keep it. She didn't do that cleverly, by the way. All she did was she made a timeout sign. Oh, dude, don't do that. It's so annoying. It's really annoying because I'm gonna because you've been doing it unconsciously. I've only done it, I've done it like three times, and those three times you caught me. Yeah, and then you kept doing them. Yeah. Problem. I, I just described the problem. You know I'm a fiddler. <laughs> yes, do silent fiddling. I am doing silent fiddling most of the time. See this? Does this is this making a sound? One more time and I'm confiscating it. Welcome to the podcast where we just argue about my the, the volume at which I fiddle. You'll discover very quickly that the main thing that Thomas and I argue about is not philosophy and it's not world's view. It's technicalities. It's just semantics. It's only semantics that we argue about. That's it. For the most part. Which is why we've Well, you're had technically right. Re <laughs> Fuck you. We've had hour-long arguments about whether a burger is a sandwich and whether a sandwich is a burger. And we still don't agree. It's been, what, almost a year? I feel like you you were coming around to my side more than I was coming around to your side, though still still separated. Let's not have this conversation not right now, because it'll, it'll ruin consume the rest the of the night. podcast. Do you have a secret hunch on how you'll, you will die? 
I want to die of old age. That's not so much a hunch as a desire. Yeah, you didn't answer the question. You just avoided it. <sighs> Sorry, I say that so much. I have a hunch on how you're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can give you a hint as to how I think I'm going to die. It's a bad habit. I shouldn't be encouraging this. But I think I'm going to die of grief when Josh dies. Oh. JK, it's going to be suicide if he doesn't fucking shut the fuck up sometimes. <clears throat> I like all of that streak and I want to start again. Do you really? Yeah, let's start all of this again, please. <laughs> all of this? Nah. The whole podcast. <laughs> I want to skip the dying question. That makes me sad. Okay. Okay. If Wait, you... actually, can I have a silly answer? Yeah, go for it. A giant paper cut from working in a bookstore. Hilarious. If you could See, change... now you're revealing more about your identity now. I don't recall saying bookstore. If you could change anything about the way you were raised, what would it be? I would be raised rich. <laughs> really? Yeah, be... 110%. I don't know if I want to change. I wouldn't have to work right now. Thomas just mimed, I'm sorry, because he keeps making extraneous noises with his fiddling. <clears throat> oh, I don't mean fiddling, as in he's a fantastic uh, loot player. He's just an annoying little bitch. Did you say loot player? I certainly did. What did, did you I don't recall saying player? loot player. Oh, a loot. What's a loot? I don't recall. <laughs> <laughs> Do you mean loot as like, as in like... No, like a loot, like L-U-T-E. What is that? Look it up. I don't have a phone right now. L-U-T-E. You're going to have a lot of editing to do. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, it's like a small um, mandolin sort of deal. Thank fuck. <laughs> Um, I don't think I would change anything about the way I was raised because then I wouldn't be the guy I am now and it scares me that I might be a worse person. I think it's more likely I'd be a worse person and it's not like I think I'm the height of personhood. Oh yeah, you're definitely not. Yeah, I know that. And <laughs> you fucking bastard. <laughs> um, but I think that it's more likely that anything that, that would have been changed would make me a worse person. I certainly think that if I'd been raised rich, I would be a worse person because rich people are famously arseholes. Mm. But... I'd be rich, so I'm okay with that. I don't. Would you be rich now, though? Oh, I like to think my in this scenario, my family comes from old money. You know, the kind that just doesn't run out. Like crazy rich Asians money. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thomas, change anything? Uh, probably can't really answer this honestly without giving away too much of my past. Um, but that being said, my very first, my default response was to say nothing, mm, like yeah. you. That I'm moderately happy with how I've turned out. Now that I'm hearing you say it, and I know you're giving exactly the answer that I said, I'm realising it's a pretentious answer to this question. <laughs> One of us was honest, that's what counts. Not that I, no, but it, sorry, it sounds like a pretentious answer to this question. When it's not, of course. Aw, don't be sad. It's one of the answers you would give if you were trying to fall in love. I'm glad you guys are in love. Next oh, question. Oh, yeah, it's true. It's I true. I changed nothing. Mm. I'm so happy that I'm in this moment with you. All right, next question. Take four minutes to tell your partner your life story in as much detail as possible. No, thank you. I think you. we're going to skip that one. We That's are. not a question. It's You're right. It's not a question. This does belong on this list. If you could wake up tomorrow having gained any one quality or ability, what would it be? I thought it was going to be gain, gained now how much we... weight how much would it be? <laughs> like enough that I could get a disability pension if oh, that was the case. <laughs> I don't know if I could include and that. And you'd have to, like, you'd have to <laughs> no, cut an extra door into my doorway for me to leave. Oh, oh we have to Christ. remove this entire section. Oh. I'm sorry, Mel. Jesus. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> do, do we want to ask the question again and start over? Um, if you could wake up tomorrow having gained one quality or ability, what would it be? Are we talking superpowers? Are they included? I'm going to allow superpowers okay, as sick. the that person in charge more... of this <laughs> endeavor. <laughs> that this makes this that makes it a more interesting. I immediately have my answer, and I would mm. like to tell it to you. Please. The ability to to communicate with dogs, in the same capacity that I can communicate with other humans. Okay, fair enough. So not but... well. Okay, first of all, how dare you? <laughs> Um, I don't think dogs would be that interesting to talk to. I'd be like, hey man, how you doing? And they'd be like, yeah, I'm good. How are you? I don't think so. I, Big... think, it, I think it would be more like, oh, oh, food. Okay, okay, okay. Let me rephrase this. Would you like... Yes. Your dog. Yes. Imagine your dog just had the intellect and spoke to you the same way that a four-year-old would. Would you like to have a four-year-old that never grows up? I want to be able to talk to my dog so they understand how much I love them. <laughs> okay. 
That's all I want. Thank you. I want to be able to fly so I don't have to take the train to work. That's ostentatious. What? How's it ostentatious? I also have a deep fear. I have dreams about this where I gain the ability to fly, but then midway through my flight, the ability dissipates and mm. I just fall. So I could never pick flying. You're like Iron Man when he first tries flying in the Iron Man suit. Mm. And then he but just I don't have a suit to protect me and I'm also not rich. Yeah, but he, he figures his way out. Thomas? I would like the ability to use the Odin Force. The Odin Force? Yeah. That's okay, that's like that's basically like saying I wanna be God. Are we talking about Exactly Are we talking about the rainbow pathway thing that makes you be able to go different oh, places? Odin can do many, many things. Odin can do a lot of things. Well in staying alive clearly isn't one of them, so what's the point? By the way, we're talking I think Thomas is talking specifically about the Marvel a uni- a Marvel Cinematic Universe version of the Odin Force. Oh, I very much Greek? am. Yeah. yeah. He's, so he's not talking about the Greek mythology version because I'm not intimate with what that would mean at all. Greek, you mean Norse? Do I? Yeah, do. Norse mythology. I meant Norse. I'm an idiot. Um, oh, we're on set two. That means question 13. If a crystal ball could tell you the truth about yourself, your life, the future, or anything else, what would you want to know? Absolutely nothing. Keep Absolutely that bottled up, please. Nothing. I yeah. don't need to know the truth about myself. I'm not emotionally prepared. Mm. I I would not want to know. Okay, here's future. a more interesting question, I think. Would you like to know the exact date of your death? 100% no. Really? Yes. I would like that. I think I could plan my life accordingly. I would I... not like to. I think I would react poorly to it, and I think it would become like the only thing I could focus on. Mm, and I okay, think that would uh, mm. actually take away from my ability to enjoy the remainder of my life, especially however as so are, long that might be. Especially as you're coming up to it, it's like 101 days left. Yeah, exactly. I wake up every morning, I'm like left. twitchy and I don't sleep anymore, and I'm like, I gotta do stuff! <laughs> For me, I think it's... My friends sort of stop hanging out with me. You know <laughs> what I mean? God. Everyone's like, wow, she's so weird. Why is she just focusing on when she's and You're like, die? guys, this is the worst time to stop hanging out with me. <laughs> For me, I think I have a more simple answer. With what you said about being able to plan out your life to coincide with that day, yeah. I I don't like that idea. I don't like the idea of having to plan out your life to coincide well, then, with certain uh, events. I like, like the it, idea of just being able to live it. I just think that's knowing. too much responsibility for mm. me. Well, I mean, it, it'd be handy for some things. It'd be like, hey, don't book Disneyland for March the 12th because I die four days before that. You know what I mean? Like, semantics-wise, it would be very helpful. I think that's a far too pragmatic <laughs> approach to it. Uh, for what I'm actually capable of. Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. I don't know. I, if I think I'd probably... I'm not, I wouldn't be able to consider this question completely seriously until I was actually faced with it, with a reality behind it. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Thomas is nodding, which is completely useless on a podcast. He's just nodded again. Is there something you've dreamed of doing for a long time? Why haven't you done it? It's called murder and it's illegal. <laughs> Thomas, has there been something that you've been dreaming of doing for a long You have a lot of um, coding projects that you never finish or start. Yeah, st- starting's a bit of an issue. I have also been thinking about getting a third dog. No, we can't do, do not that. We do, third not, dog. we do not have... Yeah, it's, uh, that's why I haven't done it. I'm answering the question. Oh, okay, fair enough. Fair you were enough. about to do it one day. But his We've name would be Sweet Potato. And he's a corgi. You say Sweet Potato? Tummy... Yes, his name's Sweet Potato. Why do you and get... I give him tummy rubs every day. Why do you get one and call it Hot Potato? Because he's not hot to me. He's but my son. Can, he's sweet. You can pass him between all of you. It's like, d- don't drop the hot potato. First of all, potatoes are for eating. You can play with your food. Are you three? Wait, are we In doing like ways. a sexual innuendo thing? Or no. I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying you're allowed to play with your food. I'm literally just talking about potatoes. I was like passing them around and... Then you can play with your food. I was like, are we... I, I can't tell. No, I'm actually talking about potatoes. Oh, okay, sure. Um, what is the greatest accomplishment of your life? Holy fuck, that's a big question. Getting to this point. <laughs> Being the mother of two beautiful, healthy sons who are dogs. There's a comedian that I really like, and he has one joke um, that goes, it's an accomplishment. Every, the world is just full of people who didn't kill themselves today. <laughs> that's it, because, I mean... Killing yourself it's, would be... It's right. Would be, like, it would solve all your problems. Are you worried about ISIS all the time? Kill yourself. And if everyone who was afraid of ISIS did that, then ISIS loses. Because now the world is just full of people who don't give a fuck about ISIS. Wow. <laughs> I'm stealing In the joke. In a very dark, twisted way, a 
it's a very optimistic way to look at the remaining people in the world. Yeah. But also, that is horrible. It's horrible. It is horrible. But I, that's my favourite kind of comedy. Um, I don't want to answer this question because I think it would be superficial. The greatest comedy... You are allowed to say that you have uh, the best girlfriend in the world. You're welcome. Mm, I kind of fell into that by luck. What do you value most in friendship? The ability to send one long message as one text as opposed to sending it in a lot of little texts. <laughs> do that. I do that? No, you're more of a phone call kind of guy. Yeah, we don't text that much. No. Because if I have anything of meaning, anything of we more meaning We also live together. Than, yeah, well, that's true. So I can true. send you a smoke signal from outside Yeah, but like to. think about, for example, when I was in Sydney, right? When we were in different states. I, I think we were always in different states, babe. When we were far apart and we didn't live to, with, with each other for two days, um, if I had anything of meaning to, to tell you that was above, hey, can you get chocolate milk on the way home, then I would just call you. That's correct. Yeah, because I, that's a much, that's a, a, obviously a superior way of communicating with another person, to me. Uh, tell us, what do you value most in friendship? I still haven't managed to come up with an answer. Oh, okay. For me, it's the ability to have um, interesting and candid and honest conversations without judgment that's it that's largely the foundation uh, foundation the, the foundational principle of this podcast for me i think for me hang on a second and go i think for me it would be someone who wants to spend as much time with me as i want to spend with them mm, which actually doesn't mean perhaps what some of you might be thinking because I think for you, that doesn't mean I want to spend as much time as possible with this person. Definitely not. It means you like your own space, mm. and so you need someone, or you need someone who is able to respect that sometimes you need your own space, and a- another person who also enjoys spending time just by themselves. Just by coincidence, a dog is very good at that. No, they're not. Dogs, dogs constantly want to spend every moment with you, and they do not at all respect no, when you want to be dogs. left alone. Mum's dog, my mum's dog, very much. <laughs> no, most most dogs are like. Imagine if your dog was a human and a roommate. That person would be insufferable. They're just sleeping. Yeah, because we locked them inside. I could just lock a roommate in a room. No, because they have hands and they can unlock doors. Not if I don't have the key. Our dogs would be. I don't know if I could handle our dogs if they could unlock doors. I don't think we'd have dogs if they could unlock doors. That's true, it's true. Well, that that talks a little bit about how dogs are just... Pet dogs are just slaves. But anyway. We have a symbiotic relationship, don't say that to me. Thomas, sorry, what were you saying? No, they just have Stockholm syndrome, that's all. With the amount of questions that we're skipping, I don't like our chances of falling in love with each other tonight. (laughs) Let's skip this one because it's dumb. What's your most terrible memory? Oh, absolutely not. Yeah, that's probably... This is, a, this is a, And this is something you do, like, the what, the first time you meet someone? <laughs> hey, could you reveal your darkest, deepest traumas to me? I'm really interested, We please. did this very early in our relationship, and we had a really, like, quiet and honest conversation about it. Y- yeah, We spent that's hours true. in your bedroom, and you remember none of it. I remember some of it, but also I'm not going to tell people on the internet that. I mean, what they were. Right, gotcha. I decline to answer. Fair enough. I decline to answer. Also, I might not even include any of this. If you knew that, if you knew that in one year you would die suddenly, these questions are—they're so—they revolve so much about death. If you knew you were going to die in one year suddenly, what would you change anything about the way you are living right now, and why? I would stop going to work. Mm-hmm. I would spend more time with the people that I actually enjoy spending time with. Mm. I would probably be uh, more courageous with my creative endeavours. Yeah. What have you got to lose if you're going to die? It's true. And you'd also probably try to find something really, really silly to do so you could be remembered in history books as someone That's who exactly died right. yes. doing something <laughs> silly. Yeah. I'd have to go through like the Guinness World Records. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think I would pull a kind of yes man mm. on my life. Sorry. You would be yes man? I would, yeah, I would just start saying yes to every opportunity that every came my opportunity? way. Every I had one year to live. That's not too long to live with the consequences of a bad decision, So you see it? a poster that says, hey, do you want to learn Ga- the Gaelic language? You'd say yes to that? If you could fit it in his schedule, that's actually a really cool skill. Yeah, but you I don't recall saying that I'll say yes to everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, this is a shit question. What does friendship mean to you? 
Haven't we already had a very similar one? Yes, we have. I'd like to skip this. Oh, me too. What roles do love and affection play in your life? From Maybe. humans, very little. <laughs> <laughs> they play the roles of love and affection. It's candid. I like it. Yeah. Um, love and affection plays a very important role in my life. I, I love a very few people, but I love them very deeply. Affection, I mean... It, it plays the role in my life that it probably plays in everybody else's life. Like, I get value from it, and I... I what? I like hugging my the, best the friend. The answer is he... left as an exercise for the listener. Sorry? What? You said the same as everyone. Uh, they probably play a similar role oh, right, to everyone right, else. Right. So the answer, the answer is, left... is left as an exercise to the listener. Yeah, what do you roll? Oh, what do you it's... roll? <laughs> what? It's kind of like uh, in 500 Days of Summer, uh, where the character played by Jordan... Joseph, what's his name? Oh, I always get this wrong. Gordon Joseph Levin or yeah, Joseph like Gordon that. Levin. It's one of those. One two. of those. Uh, those Tom, first two. Uh, um, he writes yeah. for greeting a greeting card company, and uh, when he's in in love, his um his greeting card just says, "I love love." That's <laughs> the role love plays <laughs> love in my love. life. I love love. I, I mean, I do love love. I think yeah. love would be a more demanding aspect of my life if I didn't have it. You know because you always focus more on the things you don't have than the things you do have. So I think you mm. kind of come, come become, not complacent, but you kind of become used to it. It's like your relationship with money. <laughs> Very much. Uh, Thomas, do you have anything to add about the role that love and affection plays in your life? I still stand by my answer that it's left as an exercise for the listener. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, we're now in set three, guys, which means we're coming towards the end of this. How many sets are there? Three. Much like in tennis, 11. <laughs> Yeah, I've uh, never one seen thing. You're off by before. almost a factor of four. <laughs> well, it depends on what kind of tennis you're talking about. Um, Tables. <laughs> really? Depending on the kind of tennis, 11 is almost a, f- a factor of four difference from three, depending on the kind of tennis. Yes. <laughs> so if it's table tennis, 11 might be like six times three. No, no, it depends on... The, what depends on the kind of... Oh my factor God, no one cares about the tennis Is the factor factors. itself. <laughs> Not the math. I obviously wasn't talking about the math. I wasn't disputing the math. I was talking about the factor Please itself. Please say math one more time, even though we math. pronounce it maths in Australia. I'd also like to not talk about math or maths anymore. Thank you. Make three. Ah, she didn't say mathematics. Oh, this is kind of dumb, but make three true we statements each. For instance, we are both in this room feeling dot dot dot. Next. No, well, fine. we oh, are yeah. all sitting here recording a podcast, and we would all probably like to skip this question. Done. Mel, your turn. We are all white. And we all have four dogs each. Complete. I'm confused. Were we meant to lie or tell the truth here? <laughs> she said that you were white. No, <laughs> <laughs> we had four dogs each. <laughs> I thought you were talking about me when you said that. <laughs> uh, complete the sentence. I wish I had someone with whom I could share dot dot dot. Sex. <laughs> You must say anal. (laughs) (laughs) I was considering it. God damn it. Um, (laughs) I've Uh, got one. Okay. I wish I had someone with whom I could share lots of money. (laughs) I wish I... And then murder them and take their share. But yes, go on. I wish I had someone with whom I could share... My girlfriend. (laughs) Oh, I do. I have one of those. It's just you're too stubborn. I have plenty of those. Um, <laughs> I wish I had someone with whom I could share a helicopter. I think it'd be really fun to have a helicopter. We'll have half of a fl- helicopter. Well, I could fly it half the time. It doesn't mean I have half a helicopter. <laughs> That'd be pretty dull if we sort it in What half. do you mean you wish you had someone you could share a helicopter with? I'm right here, bro. Sorry. It, <laughs> in this scenario, we have a helicopter. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. I see. No, obviously. That is the difference. Yeah, obviously. We should buy a helicopter. No. Where would you park it? <laughs> just leave it in the sky what are you on about <laughs> what and throw a rope ladder down every time you oh, want to get in yeah, it just hovers above your house every night and refuel it with like <laughs> one of those refueling another refueling okay now we need two helicopters because we need a refueling helicopter to go up okay. and refuel it well we're not sharing a helicopter then are we yeah we're sharing two helicopters but then we have to find somewhere to park the refueling helicopter unless <laughs> <laughs> we have a third helicopter to refuel the this refueling helicopter this is like that helicopter. paradox that um stop hitting the table <laughs> It, this is like that paradox. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> it's like that no, par- I'm gonna have my own helicopter with blackjack and hookers. 
<laughs> well, that's the How I Met Your Mother thing as well, isn't it? I don't no, know. that's a Futurama reference. Oh. Um, it's like that paradox. Um, the Getting a helicopter to refuel the helicopter to get a helicopter to refuel the helicopter. It's like the paradox of you're approaching a door and every time you approach the door, first you have to travel half the distance between you and the door. That's not a paradox. That's a convergent infinite sum. Thanks, Mel. I'm glad you have my back. <laughs> That's literally just a, a, a way to visualize that if you... Yeah. Okay, well, answer me this. Would you, you can... ever get to the door? Yes. You do get to the door in infinite time. In infinite time. So you don't get to the door. Anyway, boogie boarding. <laughs> okay, well, eventually you get to the point where you have to move less than the distance of an at- atom, so I feel like... Right, right, right. There, there are some nuances to what laws of physics we yeah, are following what here. what applies to this thought experiment. None of them. Can you move exactly. half the distance of an atom? And can you well, you can move half out? the distance of an atom, but eventually it gets to the point where... And you can you move, like, Eventually, you actually just create a black hole, and you never get to the door. <laughs> Share with your partner an embarrassing moment in your life. I'm so weird. Where would you like to start? <laughs> this one. Okay, I can tell you one from today, which <gasps> yes. is... Freshy. This... I was... So, I work in a building with a lift, and I got into the lift. I was going downstairs for a smoke. Oh, no, not the lift. And this guy... Not come, the lift, Josh. I know. He comes around the corridor, and he's walking towards my lift, and the doors are already closing. And I went to close the keep open button. Close the keep open button. Oh, sorry. I went to press... Oh, that's, that would have been hard to do. I went to press the keep open button, but I, my, I mis-aimed and I hit the keep close button instead, <laughs> which just made which, made... which meant once he got to the door and he was pressing the keep... Like, he was pressing the down button on the elevator, <laughs> it wouldn't open. And it's a glass door, so I had to... <laughs> So he, it looked like. It looked like fucking monster. It looked like I deliberately pressed the closed door button so this guy could get in the lift with me, and I had to look him dead in the eyes through the glass door of this elevator as well? I just, as I just sunk into the ground, and he had to wait for another elevator. Oh my god. <laughs> That was very embarrassing. I and I, so I normally go and smoke right in front of where the, the lift bays are, outside. But I deliberately went to the other side of the building so I would, wouldn't run into this trap, just because I couldn't bear the thought of him seeing me and being like, "Dude, why'd you do that?" You, I mean, it would have been like sort of ambiguous if you'd done nothing to help yeah. me, but you deliberately pressed and held the closed door button. So, That's such a dick move. Yeah, that was my embarrassing moment from today. <laughs> I I think we can just leave it at that. That's that's as good as three stories in one. That's not bad. Yeah, it's a pretty good story. Your house containing everything you own catches fire. What the fuck? <laughs> after you after saving your loved ones and pets. Thank God. You have time to safely make a final dash to save any one item. What would it be and why? I a like box how- full with heaps of other items. It would be. My house. <laughs> My house is one giant item. Chuck it in the trailer and off we go. <laughs> Still on fire. Yeah, I live in a shed. Take it down That's to the already on a trailer. I live in a dog kennel, it's yeah. fine. I live in a box, so, you yeah. know. Of all the people in your family, whose death would you find most disturbing Ooh, and why? No, we're skipping that. <laughs> I would like to add my dogs. Okay, but I want to I talk about this after we stop recording, though. Because that, I think that'd be a really interesting thing. No, nah, that's fucked. I'm not getting involved with that. Absolutely I, not. I want to go to sleep without crying tonight. <laughs> Just give me this one thing. Probably by not answering it, I could also be offending many members of my family. Mm, mm, it's true. <coughs> um, I mean, it, I think. Oh, P.S. Paul wants to listen to our podcast. Oh. Who? You've been telling people about the podcast. Fuck. She's networking. Fuck off. Share a personal problem and ask your partner's advice on how <gasps> she might ha- she. Why is it? Oh, he or she might handle it. Share a personal problem and ask your partner's advice on how he or she might handle it. Also, ask your partner to reflect back to you how you seem to be feeling about the problem you have chosen. Let's just do the first bit. Just and it doesn't clear, have to be that personal. Can I, am I only limited to one problem I need help with, or can I list them all? You know I love dishing out dubious <laughs> advice. Hit me. I have this scratch. Uh-huh. It was self-inflicted. Oh. I'd like to know how to fix it. Where is the scratch, Mel? Where on your body? Um... It's on the inside of my body. Oh, in your mouth? No. In your nose? No. In your ear? No. 
<laughs> I'm running out of orifices here. You've, you've missed a couple of important ones. <coughs> yes, deliberately. <laughs> and, well, I'd um, like this stricken from the record. No, I think we'll keep it. <coughs> Folks, I think we are... What did we learn about this list? Uh, Wait, is that the end of the list? That's the end of the list. That's all the questions. We've learned oh, that it's a bullshit list that would not cause two people to fall in love with each other. Well, it worked on Mel and I, but I don't know if this was the thing that made us fall in love. But we did do this thing, and we also... Well, I fell in love. I'm here. <laughs> I think that's about all you can ask of a person. Two years in. Two years in, still here. It's a, yeah, it's don't a recall that conversation, but that's about relationship of convenience. Yeah. Oh, thanks. You happen to be in the same room as me most of the time. <laughs> Tom, Thomas, that's why Thomas is getting, you know, so much attention because he's <coughs> fucking here all the time. I You've think... invited me over. <laughs> every time he's here, we've invited him over. I do Literally not recall. every time. Um, yeah, I think that a better way to approach a first date or to attempt to fall in love with a person or to see if that the person you're with is someone worth falling in love with is just to, like have a really honest conversation and I don't mean I don't mean have a really deep conversation I mean just don't lie during your conversation with them I also recommend if you're fielding for potential suitors <clears throat> if you're courting if you are yeah if you're in the in the market for a special someone first of all listen up Thomas uh background checks I'm talking police working with children's <laughs> you name it please do it Followed by finding out as much as you can about their financial situation. And guys, a simple Google search. Yeah. It's, it's a very easy practice and often... For example, if you Google me, you will find out that I was a, an orienteering champion in my youth. Actually, if you if you were to seriously Google... And you'll also find my IMDB page. Not, yes. Not lying, I do have one. Yeah, she has an IMDB page and if you go and look at it, it'll have what will have in it. It's like a, a bunch music... of student films, right? No, a music documentary I was a part of, actually. You can't oh, get student right. films on IMDb. They've got to be uh, verified. Verified. Anyway, so uh, if anyone's in the market for a professional, uh, don't contact me. Thomas, do you know what comes up when you search, when you Google search your name? Nothing, and I've worked hard to keep it that way. Oh, well. Ooh. Might... Next episode, Wait, we will be talking mean? about uh, internet hard. security and the deep web. You, do you mean the dark web? Yes. <laughs> Um, as in, like, is somewhat similar. privacy <clears throat> settings in your Facebook and stuff like that. Is that what you're talking about? Maybe remember. he's just been reading extra Thomas <laughs> so that he is down the bottom. <laughs> he's made a bunch of fake Thomas <laughs> that are more that Oh, wait, that he said his last name. And, oh, oops. I'll, I'll bleep it out. They've made a bunch of fake Thomases. Uh, he's made a bunch of fake Thomases that have much better SEO than him. <laughs> Special engine operatives? Search engine optimization. So there's a bunch of things you can do. Can we do. do an episode where we just list things we can make out of, like, SEO? <laughs> a whole episode? I reckon I could do it. You reckon you could do, like, a half an hour episode about just the, like, the combination of words you could fit into SEO and then joke about them? Students enviably orgasm. <laughs> enviably orgasm? <laughs> Why do they have to be students? That makes it so much worse. <laughs> So much worse. I was thinking and, like university I mean, what, Wait, what does it mean to enviably orgasm? As in like, you don't have the like, orgasm that you wanted to have, but you're watching someone have the orgasm that you wish you were having. <laughs> and at the same time, you're attending some kind of educational institution. <laughs> Did you ever go to university? It's exactly what it's like. Can you think of anything with this here? All the things I thought of ending orgasm as well. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I don't think this question, uh, this this list of questions is really the best way to get to know someone. I, I mean, I, it could be the, a good sort of like an interesting icebreaker. I think that the best thing to do with this list would be like, hey, there's this dumb list, right? Let's do it. But uh, then you risk your date going, huh, okay, you're trying to trick me to fall in love with you. So I don't know if there's really like a, a legitimate way for you to employ this list without your date going, I'm, I'm going out with a creep. Yeah, or someone who is posturing yeah imagine a first date where someone's like hey i have a list of things that are meant to make you fall in love with me want to try it it's yeah. like a love potion from harry potter yeah like get <laughs> yeah. that shit away from me absolutely we're bordering on like date rape territory here like no thank you yeah well kind of right thomas has this bemused confused look at his face hang on hang on hang on hang on 
I just, I'm a little confused. bit confused about how parallel you guys see falling in love and rape. <laughs> no, because, okay, this list. You, you, Mel literally just uh, said. I'm talking about that trying to, trying to a list that get someone to fall in love with you on the first day is someone. similar to. List. No, yeah, a list that list a insidiously attempts to force someone to fall in love with you. And then I extended that onto that. By is that really about what up. this list is? To force someone to fall in love with you? Though? In the context of what well, we were the discussing, title yes. Of this, of this article is 36 questions that lead to love. So, if you were to believe the... the if you yes. were to completely believe the title of this um, article, it would be that every time a, two people shares this list of questions, they fall in love. Which would mean that you it could... It doesn't actually say that, though. It says that at least to falling in love. It doesn't necessarily say that these questions but will result anyway, in love. It implies that they will result in no, the path to love. Hang on. Trying to solve your problem with our jump, though, I then said love potion. Love potion implies uh, a loss of independence in terms of, uh, okay. uh, you know, like your free will, right? I kind of tuned out. I was trying to Follow- remember the name of the potion. Oh, I don't remember. Uh, it's made of some like some seaweed or something, right? No, it's, it's like ap- Felix it's like apple. No, that's the luck potion. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Right. It starts with like an apple. It's something like that. Hang Wait, on. no, say everything you just said again. Felix Felix's Everything you just luck said again. Felix, potion. is that what it's called? Felix. No, Felix's? that's the luck potion. Harry oh. takes it and then he's like, I "Don't can, forget I the can pincers." I can actually solve this problem. Love. It's like amor, take amor, something like that. Potion. Harry, that's the thank you. Um, Amortensia, I told ya. Amortensia. Eat my dick, bitch. I, I was never going to disagree with you because I know that you're much more intimate with Harry Potter than I am. Um, yeah. It, well, this is kind of an Amortensia kind of complex, right? In that you, you should never... I mean, the, 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 the lesson you always love from love... Oh, <laughs> I love love. <laughs> the lesson you always learn from love potions in fiction is that it's always a superficial solution to the problem and that the best way to develop love is organically. So there you go, kids. There's your lesson, and also, and and, and anticipate a lesson in every single podcast. <laughs> Today's moral. Yeah. Um, do not poison people with potions, or use this. List. What should we call this podcast? Should it be like? <clears throat> um, Are we in love now? Fuck if I know. <laughs> I was thinking more. Well, that means that the title of it is going to be something like "Fuck if I know" episode. Two, are we in love now? Fuck it if I know. <laughs> um, I was thinking more like three, three people take a love potion quiz. Or like, no. Um, three people take a love potion. This is what happened. We took a quiz. Are we in love yet? <laughs> no, it needs, it needs some work. We buzzfeeded our way to romance. Yeah. I feel like this is the kind of conversation <clears throat> that buzzfeed out. This is how we each other. <laughs> Um, okay, well, thank you so much for listening, if you did, in fact, make it this far. Well um, done. Probably didn't. I'll be sending the gold stars out in the mail. Please just forward me your BSB and account <laughs> number. <laughs> yeah. That... Is a BSB the account, account number? I don't know anything about no, money. No, it's just that means that you can send them money. Yeah, I was about to oh, say... Oh, ha- what's the thing I need to take their money? Not that I would do that, my lovely, PayPal beautiful, <laughs> sweet listeners. Ever so trusting. Um, yeah. No, one of the things I value most about our listeners is that they're just so trusting. <laughs> And remember, the card digit, the card number. CVC? The CVC? No, that's the one on the back. That's the secret private one, well, right? You, you definitely need that. Yeah, I know. I'm just telling them I need the one on the front. I need the expiry month and year. And I need the secret little number on the back that just unlocks a special episode of the podcast. Fuck if I know. Hey, Mel, do you think it would ever be possible to trick someone to fall in love with you? Yes. Yes.